Alright, let me tell you why Jordan's better. He just got strictly buckets. Boy just got the rock, went to the hole, put the ball in the bucket, went back on defense, got a steal, passed it to Pittman. Pittman gave it back to Jordan. Jordan pulled up from mid-range, hit that thing like bow, went back on defense, got another steal, passed it over to Ku Coach, who did it behind the back to Pittman, who did a lot of the Rodman, who said, no, I don't want to score. I'm going to give it back to Jordan, who did it with a pow-pow bow, and he scored again. So hi, everybody. Welcome to GMs for Hire. Uh, I'm going to put that in there because that was entertaining. But uh, if you couldn't tell by the big tirade that Jamil just had, uh, we're here to end the debate, or at least uh, the the debate will never end. But we're here to at least continue the debate uh, between Michael Jordan, his heirness, and King James himself, LeBron James. Uh, my name's Will Polston. Alongside with me over there dunking on his camera is Jamil. And then we also have RJ from RJ's Pit Stop. And we also have Matthew Perry, who for some reason is eating cold tortellini. Um, but we are all here, and we are here to discuss who we feel is the GOAT of the NBA. Uh, Matt and I are uh, Team Bron Bron, and then uh, Team USA and RJ Strope over there are going to be on Team Michael Jordan. And it seems like uh, Jamil already got his, uh, his, his first initial argument as to why MJ is the best player of all time. I don't know if I could follow that or even come close to emulating it. But there was a lot of names being thrown around, and I was definitely entertained, and I feel like everybody else needs to see that. So uh, I guess we could just go to RJ. We could go get some support for your comments. Maybe, RJ, you have something a little bit more like, I don't know, civilized to give a reason why Michael Jordan. (laughs) Yo, you were crazy, man. You were all over the place. That's my fault. All over the court, like LeBron is all the time. All right. Whoa, RJ Whoa. rebuttal. Jesus Christ! I mean, this this is it, it shouldn't be an argument because these are the two greatest basketball players of all time, and I just think it's silly when LeBron fans get butt hurt because Michael Jordan is the greatest. This guy is different. There's something different running through his veins. There's something different going on up in here. LeBron James is a physical specimen. The guy's a freak, but he's not Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is built different. That guy, he he's a killer. He is a cold-blooded killer on the court. And I know LeBron is probably a more well-rounded, can do this, can do that, can do a little bit of this. He's not Michael Jordan. And honestly, it's probably not fair, but I don't think anybody can ever be Michael Jordan. You're honestly chasing a ghost. Uh, I know Michael Jordan's still here, but you're chasing something that I don't think can ever be caught. This guy played in six NBA Finals, and he won all six of them. And he won Finals MVP in all six of them. And I understand... There's a, there's a big argument here, and it's when Michael Jordan left basketball the first time to go play baseball. His Chicago Bulls, with the Chicago Bulls without him, still made the playoffs, even without him. The team was loaded. That's not Michael Jordan's fault. They were That was a good team. Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, they had some badass players. They were good. But did they go to the finals? No. They damn sure didn't win the finals. Why? Because 23 wasn't playing. That's why. Michael Jordan, yes, he had a good team around him. 
but let's not get it twisted. Scotty Pippen does not have six rings without Michael Jordan. Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, all these other guys do not have all these rings without Michael Jordan. And that's a fact. Matthew? Jordan doesn't have those rings without Steve Kerr and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and all the many other stars they've had over the years, you know. Um, yes, they they only, I believe it was 55 and 27 they went the season after <clears throat> Jordan left to go play baseball, which is, which is fantastic. I know they didn't win the finals that year, but they were only down two wins from, from the year prior. So I, I do strongly believe that um, even without Jordan, the Bulls would have won a few, t- uh, at least a couple titles. I, I mean, you you can say that they don't, that his teammates don't get the rings without Jordan, but at the same time, Jordan doesn't get the rings without them. You know, Jordan was blessed for most of his career, besides that that uh, '80s portion, uh, mostly '80s, uh, with a really good team around him, and that's something that LeBron. Besides his heat years, I would say, didn't really have. Um, and I think that's a big difference maker in their careers. Is Kyrie yeah. not a good player? Is Kevin yeah. Love a good player? At times. Both both <laughs> injured prone. Both both missed quite a bit of time uh, throughout the years. So, I don't know. I. But to, to say that, that, that Jordan only won because he put up those great players, we could say the same exact thing about, Le- about LeBron. He didn't win until he went to Miami to team up with Bosh and Wade. And they we, still never got the to see, we never got to see MJ without a support squad. And we've seen LeBron on teams with absolutely nobody around him. And I mean, teams, yeah. we've seen, I mean, we've seen LeBron. The, first of the, league, the Bulls weren't very good at all either. So we saw him play with bad teams. And how'd they do? As teams, not very well. Yeah, crazy, right? LeBron has carried teams to the finals with absolute fuck squares on the team, like people that have no chance of starting in any other team other than the fact that they were on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like that, because without LeBron, that team went to the straight bottom of the barrel. That team was absolutely horrible. Whenever he went down to Miami. And then they were good again whenever he came back because he brought Kevin Love and he brought Kyrie Irving with him. And it's that support system. Yes, the support system was there. Um, but, I mean, LeBron has taken teams into the playoffs with absolute nobodies around him. I mean, Jordan Clarkson was a starting point guard at a point on a playoff team with LeBron James. And, I mean, prior to uh, Anthony Davis signing with the Lakers, uh, there was virtually nobody on the Lakers whenever he went over to them. And now it's a completely different story when the season started. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, LeBron's been on rosters where there's nobody. And yes, Michael Jordan was there whenever, uh, like whenever the bulls were just getting started out, but you didn't really see the success until the support system came around him. Yeah. I have the, I actually have the numbers to counter, um, the base the baseball stat from Jordan about him leaving um when LeBron left for Miami uh in the, uh for 09 around 09 and 2010 uh Cleveland went from an NBA best 20 uh sorry 61 and 21 to 19 and 63 the season following so i mean that that's a very large gap you know that's that's a complete turnaround that's a complete 180 that's that's a whole new team 180 uh and, and and the Bulls without Jordan just lost two more games than the season before. You know, Cleveland needed LeBron, you know, as as much as 
anything. Because, I mean, clearly LeBron was the spark plug for them. No, I'm not disagreeing with that. Those Cavaliers teams, the first time LeBron was there, they were terrible. They were trash. And then when LeBron leaves, they were trash. But let's let's not just look at the regular season here. LeBron didn't win any championships in Cleveland until he got Kyrie in love. And then he leaves, and they fall off a cliff. Yeah, that's because their team was built terribly. They didn't have any good players. Michael Jordan's on the Bulls winning championship, winning three straight championships, and then he leaves, and this team doesn't even get to the NBA Finals. Don't tell me that's not a big change. Like, no, Cleveland has got a couple finals without, Jordan, without James. What you know, even, even with Love and Irving, they didn't get there without LeBron. Well, yeah, no, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying, if we're going to compare the the cast here, that's not Michael Jordan's fault that Dan Gilbert couldn't build a good team in Cleveland. Like, the Bulls still took a major step back when uh, Michael went to go play baseball. That's yeah. Not, you know. I mean, if, if you count two wins a major step, then sure. Uh, but no I, count, no, I count winning a championship versus not even making the championship game. As a but, major step back. But what's a bigger step back? Losing two more games and still going to the playoffs and not making the NBA Finals or going from 65 and 11 to 19 and and bad? I don't even know. I, like, I don't even remember. Back to, to the team building. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not, fair. Listen, I'm not blaming... I'm not blaming the players. It's It, it was a... Uh, Jerry Krause did a great job building the Bulls. And, you know, it, it's on the GM at the end of the day. I'm not I'm not blaming Jordan or or uh, LeBron for that. I'm just saying that you know you could see how important Le- how much more important LeBron was to the Cavs than Jordan was to the Bulls in a way. If you see the significant change in record, I mean it it it, it is a significant change. Yeah. And yes, whenever MJ goes and goes and plays baseball, they only lose two separate games and they don't win a finals or anything like that. But there's a difference between a two game set and a what a twenty or a forty game spread. I mean that that is massive. I mean not to say that. I mean they may have lost another player or two, but nowhere near the caliber of LeBron James. I mean any player on those Cavs teams at that point was expendable, and LeBron had the ability to carry those teams on his back. And Matt even said at a best record, I want to say you said what what was their record? Sixty five and sixty one and twenty one. 61 and 21, and you said that was an NBA best. Yeah, and, and then and that, and dropped down 19 wins the next season. And if I'm mistake, if I'm not mistaken, that was pre Kyrie Irving, pre Kevin Love. That's that's the teams that that those that we don't even half those players that are on that team probably aren't even in the NBA anymore. And if they are, they may just be role players. I mean, yes, MJ has six rings and six Finals MVPs. He's absolutely killed it in the playoffs. I can't deny you there. And he's absolutely phenomenal when he gets there. But it's the, we haven't had to see MJ absolutely physically carry a team on his back as much as LeBron has. And to have the success that the team had at, at the record that Matt just said, I mean, that's just phenomenal to see that one man is so influential and so much to a team is, is baffling. Yeah. No notables. I looked up that, that, uh, uh, that 0910 10 team uh, in which LeBron won his second MVP that year and 
They lost in the semis to the Celtics. They had, um, with with LeBron, they had Antoine Jameson, who at this point begun his decline. You know, this is no longer war, uh, Wizards Jameson. You had a very old Shaquille O'Neal, who soon retired no more than, I think, a couple seasons later. Um, Mo Williams. Um, Z, uh, Zidronis Elgowskis. Uh, Elgowskis, Elga, uh, yeah. yeah. Big Z. But, you know, that's not that's not Pippen or Rodman. You know, uh, Danny Green, uh, who was just a rookie, didn't really make a big of an impact yet. You know, and a bunch of others. Anderson Verjao was there. Delonte West. Who was oh, Delonte West. Now best known for being <laughs> homeless. Problem. The but, biggest problem is we can talk about LeBron starting, you know, the, his supporting cast and how terrible they were. Do we really know if Scottie Pippen was going to be a guy that was going to lead a franchise to multiple championships? We don't know because I don't know that he ever played meaning, you know, meaningful games, not very many, without Michael Jordan, uh, except for the year that Michael Jordan went to go play baseball. So – we can't really compare, you know, what the, the supporting cast does in other places. The only one really is Dennis Rodman because he won a ring with the Bad Boy Pistons. But, like, as far as some of these other guys on the team, Steve Kerr's not leading anybody to anything. Is Scottie Pippen going to lead someone to a championship? I don't know. He might. He might not have. I, we don't know. And that's, that's one of the biggest things is the unknown is we didn't see – a lot of turmoil and a lot of turnover with Michael Jordan's teams. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a squad that kind of stayed together. I mean, you had Phil Jackson, you had Michael Jordan, you had Scottie Pippen for all of them. There were other role players that came and went for some of those rings, but like those big three were always there. So it's hard to sit here and say, yeah, yeah, LeBron went through different coaches and different supporting players and stuff like that. Th- this. It sounds a lot like the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning argument. Tom Brady's got more championships because, you know, same system, same coach, same everything. But Peyton Manning took four different head coaches to a Super Bowl, won two of them, lost two of them. What what do you value more? I'm going to value the hardware sitting on that table and the fact that Michael Jordan was just a killer. There was no chance Michael Jordan was going to lose an NBA final. He's got something different that no player other than maybe Kobe Bryant has ever had. Matt? Well, I'm glad you mentioned um, the Bulls and having a leader because uh, this is a whole separate debate. But, you know, the the common trend, at least recently, is to compare Jordan's Bulls to the most recent dynasty of the Golden State Warriors. Now, both teams are fantastic, and I'm sure we can cover this in a separate thing, but... I personally think the Warriors dynasty is the best group of best teams of all time. That's uh, a, excuse me. That's a joke. No. <laughs> we'll, that's have a, do, that's we'll, we'll have to do that. We'll have to do that. We'll, one we'll later, debate right? that another episode. We'll have to do that one later, RJ, because we we, 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 we we could go that. We could take this turn, but let's not take that turn right now. Yeah, we're, my, my, we're, we're Jordan LeBron. Where I'm going with this is, uh, I don't know. I I can. I don't feel like the Warriors dynasty had a set leader. Like you could say it's Curry, but at the same time, you know, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, they were they were just as big a parts. And then Durant when he came in, you know, I don't know if they had a set leader. And I don't think you need a leader 
all the time for, I mean, to be successful. If you have a good group of guys and some great depth, which both the Warriors and the Bulls were blessed with, I mean, do you need a guy to do that? You don't, you, sh- you shouldn't have to carry the team if you have so much depth. LeBron, unfortunately, had to do that most of his career. But, and that's probably, that's, I, I'd say that's why LeBron doesn't have as many finals wins. You know, he's getting, he gets there every year. You know, it, it's just hard to win with teams that weak. I, w- I, I want Jamil to go next because he hasn't talked in a while, but don't tell me you don't need a leader. Because every single team has to every have team has a leader. One guy. You have to have the one guy that if you're down, thirty seconds left, who's getting the ball? Every, oh, every championship team has the guy. I don't care how good your roster is. Every team has to have the guy, or you're not going to win. It's not going to. Before Jamil talks, I think he's just saying that like the Warriors had a lot of options. Like uh, a lot of teams have the guy, but like. The Warriors were expendable to where, like, if you needed a three-point shot to win, I mean, this is one of the best three-point shooting dynasties in a while. So I think he's comparing it to where if if you need a shot, you could you could set up Durant or you could even set up somebody like Clay Thompson because they're going to be open trying to guard Steph and KD, and and it's just an expendable roster. But back to the I, LeBron and what's up? I think the Bulls were expendable too. That's what I'm saying. They're both expendable. So I feel like. You don't. You don't need Jordan. Like you don't need. You Jordan don't need. was not expendable for that Bulls team. Jordan was was the the biggest factor in that team. He's the reason they went and won those championships. Here's a big factor, but I. But I mean, as statistics show, they're not zeros without him. No, I but mean, they're not winning the championships without him. There's no chance they win the championships without him. Look at all the clutch they, shots Jordan has hit in his whole career. Are they so. winning six? No. Are they winning at least two or three? Yeah. No. The Cavs without LeBron didn't even win 20 games. <laughs> now, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. So, LeBron makes such a bigger so, impact. So, hold on. Hold on. These Chicago Bulls teams without Michael Jordan, are they going to beat the Bad Boy Pistons? No. Are they going to beat Utah with Carl Malone and John Stockton? No. I mean, they, not. No. Are Me. they beating any of these? Are are they beating the Knicks with Patrick? Yeah. Anyone can beat the Knicks. Not back All right, then. You saw this. We're not talking about the 2020 Knicks, my friend. Yeah. I know, no, but back I mean, then, no. I mean, <laughs> McDaniel and Ewing aren't that. You know, I'd, I'd take Pippen and Rodman over Ewing and McDaniel, or and whatever the case is. I mean, but you act like they were steamrolling these teams, even with LeBron, even I mean, with Jordan, even with Jordan, they're playing these close series. Series and Jordan's making these clutch shots. So if you take Jordan off this team, they could very well easily lose these games without Jordan and his dog mentality and his he. See the thing with Jordan is he he makes the he makes his teammates play better. LeBron he's he's a lot nicer. He's he wants his teammates to do good. Le, Jordan demands excellence out of his players. That's what I'm saying. He's built differently. That boy, if you're not on his level, he's gonna let you know that you suck. And you're not this man wasn't letting his teammates eat after bad games. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Are you a goat or a dick? <laughs> Both. Being, being an asshole does not make you a better player. I mean, it just so happens he was the best player on the planet. But yeah, you can eat. Well, it just so happens that telling your telling your teammate he's garbage does not make you a better ball player. I'm sorry. That does. Hey, he's six and zero in the finals. It doesn't. It affect, worked. It doesn't affect your ability. You can't make that. 
you can't make that uh, claim. You you can't say it, you can't make the claim though. You can't say Jordan doing that to his teammates didn't make them want to play better. It yeah. might. That doesn't make Jordan a better player. It makes him a better leader. A better leader, maybe. And, just, then, and that's part of being the goat. So I okay, mean, he just I, leads in a different way. If I tutor someone in math, does that make me better at math? They always say no, that means you're good at math and you're tutoring someone in math, though. Yeah, I would I would suspect you're pretty decent if you're teaching. Yeah, but it doesn't make me better. It doesn't make me better than someone else. I mean, if somebody if you're a math tutor, you, I'm pretty sure you're better at math than a lot of other people. I'm better than the one I'm tutoring. But am I better than another tutor? Maybe. Maybe, but we don't know that. I don't, I don't know, know where you're going, going with that. Analogy. I don't know even even as your LeBron teammate, I don't know where you're going with that. I don't know where you're taking this analogy. I'm saying that that verbally helping or patronizing someone, whatever the case is, does not make you better at what you're patronizing. We're just saying that his his style of leadership demanded excellence out of his teammates, and he got it. Yeah, I understand that. I'm just I'm just saying it doesn't make him any better of a basketball player. While while LeBron's form of leadership is go talk to the general manager and say, all right, he's got to go, he's got to go, he's got to go. I want you to go sign him, him, and him, or I'm leaving. Okay. Hey, okay. got a ring, didn't it? Yeah, if we're going to talk about team building, we can act like LeBron's not handpicking some of his teams for over the past five to seven years. We're talking exactly. about who the better basketball player is. That's irrelevant. You were talking about how Jordan was – you're talking about how LeBron was carrying his teams because they were all trash, but now his teams have been good, and he still hasn't won every single year. Exactly. Well, let's go into a statistical standpoint because now the playoffs are – we're just going to hit a continuous circle, and everybody's just going to be doing a rat race for an hour and a half, and we're not going to make any ground. So we we have our playoff and our team-building standpoint. Go to statistics when it comes to your – you're all around. Obviously, to be the best player of all time, you need to be sound offensively and defensively on both sides of the ball, whether it be uh, getting a board down in the paint, whether it be stealing, whether it be trying to get that clutch shot, trying to hit that three-pointer, um, any anything else. You know, uh, being, being a basketball player, there's a lot into it. And when you look at the numbers, I mean, as RJ said at the beginning of the video, it's hard to debate because they are just so – even. I mean, they are the two best basketball players in the NBA, in, in NBA history. And it, it's a little bit skewed whenever you look at it based off of the number of games because you can't compare career points. You can't compare this because LeBron's just been in it for over 100 and some, 200 and some more games than Jordan. But whenever you look at the averages, LeBron may average less points per game and he may average less steals per game. But all around, he may only average about three points less, and he's still averaging more assists and more blocks. And whenever I'm looking for a defensively sound player, yes, I'd like a steal, but LeBron's not too far behind in steals, if I'm not mistaken. I had the picture right here that had all of the stats, and LeBron, in his career, is averaging 1.6 steals a game, and Michael Jordan's only averaging 2.3, and that's not significant of enough of a difference whenever it's less than one. I mean, LeBron and LeBron has more than two assists per game, more than Michael Jordan in his career. And that's per game. He has 7.4 compared to 5.3 of Michael Jordan. And then he has more than one rebound a game at 7.4 compared to 6.2 of Michael Jordan. And the points may not be there, but his all around game is there. 
And even even with blocks, you know, I mentioned blocks, but they're actually dead even. They're actually a point eight apiece per game. So, I mean, it, it really is interesting to see just how exactly close their percentages are. But LeBron has the career better field goal percentage. He has the better three-point field goal percentage, or like the three-point percentage. Uh, the only place he really lacks is the free throw line, which is interesting. But, I mean, does a difference in free throw percentage really make you the GOAT? Like, are the are the extra points, the free throw percentage, and the steals outweigh the all-around of LeBron? And that's where I say no. I, I don't care how many times you've made it to the championship because LeBron and the Golden State Warriors had to fight every single year, similar to how uh, MJ had to fight. I mean, he he fought the the bad boys quite a few times, but I'm pretty sure he fought a couple other teams too in the in the finals. LeBron just continuously ran into Golden State, and so. It, it, it's interesting to see because I, I think just from a statistical standpoint, looking all around per game, I, I have to take LeBron just because the, 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 the eh, words, the assists rebounds are there. The percentages are there from the floor and from behind the arc. And I, and there's just not enough of a statistical discrepancy between the two for me to say LeBron, that Jordan has the edge in, in some of those other contests. You mentioned assists and rebounds. The rebounds, I would expect LeBron to have more because he's 6'8 and built like a refrigerator. Um, so I would hope he could out-rebound Michael Jordan. Uh, as far as assists goes, this is kind of what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the DNA and the makeup. LeBron is a pass-first, score-if-I-have-to guy. Michael Jordan is... No, y'all just don't mess up. Follow me. I'm going to go score, and I'm going to win this game. They're different. And if LeBron has such trash teammates like Matt's trying to tell me, why does he have so many assists? Who's he giving the ball to? And why doesn't Michael Jordan have any assists since he's playing with the Dream Team out there every week? Hey, but if he has those trash teams and he has so many assists, that just means he's creating lanes for these trash players to be able to put something up. LeBron makes his teammates better. See, they, but they play two different positions. LeBron's a point forward. Jordan's a scoring shooting guard. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what's a little bit different is that I would imagine that your two guard is going to pass first before your three. I would imagine that your, your shooting guard is going to pass a little bit more than your small forward. Not I'd imagine. Well, I mean, if you're going to compare positions, that's just my that's just where I see it. Like, I, I see the guards are the guards are your pass first, your forwards are your shooters. For the most part, and in most case scenarios, and and so yes, I understand where Jordan's a bit different, and I understand where LeBron's a little bit different. I mean, they're both, as RJ said, they're both DNA fucking question marks. Like there, there's a little bit of a difference between the two of them, and it's hard to just compare them to your typical position player because LeBron's not your typical small forward, MJ's not your typical shooting guard, and I mean there is a little bit of a discrepancy between the two, but I mean. I mean, to, to me, what separates them is on the defensive side of the ball. And I think Jordan was far more superior to LeBron on the defensive side of the ball, not not looking at blocks, which LeBron has. LeBron is probably the best chase down block artist we're ever going to see. But when you're looking at strictly on the defensive side of the ball, when it's one player on another, um, I think Michael Jordan was far more superior. Michael Jordan has almost 500 more steals than LeBron. LeBron's played so many more games than Jordan already. Jordan has the defensive player of the year, which LeBron is never going to get at this point in his career. I think it's safe to say that LeBron is not going to get defensive player of the year with the way he's been playing defense the past few seasons. 
And um, it's just their tenacity on defense. That's where I give Jordan the edge over LeBron. And, and scoring, I think they're pretty even. And obviously, LeBron's a lot better rebounder and assist player like we already discussed. But to me, it's just the defensive proudness of, of Jordan is why I give him the edge over LeBron. Let's see. I, I see your point. I definitely do. Because Michael Jordan was definitely a lockdown guy. And LeBron's had his moments where he's been solid on defense, but he's never been the guy. He's never been the NBA defender. He's not He's not exactly the two-way star that somebody such as Kawhi Leonard is who's going to who's gonna drop you a three and then play absolute lockdown defense. He's not. It's the same situation to where if you know your players, you know you're not getting that out of them. And, like... But, I mean, the numbers are still there to where, as you mentioned, rebounds, yeah, it may be a little bit different because LeBron's a little bit taller. You know, LeBron's supposed to be getting those rebounds. He's played some – he's played at the four where, you know, Michael Jordan's played at the two. So I understand where that could be a little bit different. But still, for me, like, just the playmaking ability and everything like that, the, the fact that he's not the shoot-first guy, the fact that he can make plays and find lanes and make his team better – and able to make certain passes and able to just be so offensively sound. And then as Jamil mentioned, one of the best chase down blockers in the NBA, one of the best we've probably ever seen, if not the best. Um, the steals are, as mentioned, they're not really, yes, he has five over 500 more, which is pretty significant. I'm not going to, I mean, hell, MJ has three steals titles in the NBA, which is nuts. I mean, you can't, you can't take that from him. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, for for me, it's just the the offensive prowess and just the well roundedness of LeBron is is enough for me because, uh, yeah, Matt takes him up. <laughs> I'm I'm losing it here. <laughs> Help me out here. Well, um, yeah, you got you got steals. That was a good point with steals. Um, you know, LeBron's never going to catch him steals wise, uh, but. Rebounds and blocks definitely are a big part of defense. So uh, LeBron's defense definitely shouldn't be overlooked, although they both defend quite differently. Um, you know, the chase down block is more uh, sorry, LeBron's signature, while the steal is, was more Jordan's thing. So they, they play defense differently. They're different sizes, different positions. They're going to do that whole thing differently. You know, the offense, though, is just so overwhelmingly better. You know, LeBron just kind of runs the, runs the floor and just runs through everybody, which, I mean, based on his size, he has that ability. Uh, Jordan had a little bit more finesse in his game, I'd say. But um, it's worth noting that LeBron's the only player in NBA history with 30,000 points, 8,000 assists, and 8,000 rebounds, you know, that that carries over into the whole better all-around player because, he, I mean, he's he's doing well in, in every category. Um, I know he's played more games, but LeBron's already passed uh, MJ in career playoff points and regular season points, um, only, and he's only, I think, 35 right now. Uh, and, he, and he even passed Kareem in playoff points as well. So, you know, um, I think consistency is also a big thing. Uh Jordan leaving for baseball definitely took a couple of his good years away from him, of course. But, you know, LeBron just a few years ago played all 82 games, led the NBA in minutes. That was at age 33. You know, I don't, I don't have Jordan's minutes 
statistics, but I don't think he ever did that at such an age. Uh, that that's worth looking up. I just think LeBron's much more consistent, especially as he gets older. Jordan was playing almost the whole game for most of his career. He was putting up 37 to 40 minutes a game every season of his career. So he was out there just as much as LeBron was. And honestly, it's no surprise to me that LeBron has all these playoff stats because this man's going to the finals every single season. So obviously he's going to have more games played than a lot of these other these other players in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at the playoffs, look at how bad the East was while LeBron was going to the finals every year. I mean, I think he went to, what, eight straight finals in the East, something like that? Was it eight? Something like that. It was like eight or nine. I, think, right? I, think, I, thought, it was, I thought it was like six. It was, like it, 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 it was a lot. The East <laughs> was trash. I mean, who was he beating in the East? This is what I'm saying. Like, Michael had the bad boy Pistons. He had those Pacers teams with Reggie Miller that were raw. He had the Knicks with Patrick Ewing. Like, he had bigger roadblocks in the East. Now, LeBron has had the bigger roadblocks in the NBA Finals because he had to go up against the Warriors dynasty, and he's had to go up against the Spurs a few times. But the road to the Finals, Michael Jordan by far had a tougher road than LeBron. The East, when LeBron was in it, was absolute trash. I mean, there were plenty of years where the eight seed was like barely five hundred, if they or were worse. Good. Yeah, I mean, come on. I, I, my, my big thing with the whole with with Jordan is similar to what Matt said, and it's the consistency of being out there. The fact that he left to go play baseball at the age of thirty is is a great testament to how he is as an overall athlete. But that's we're talking about the best NBA player. We're not talking about the best overall athlete. LeBron James might be a hell of a fucking crochet player. I don't I don't know what the hell's going on. Or croquette, not crochet. Crochet is when you, like, knit. I don't know what the hell's going on. But, uh, like, he left to go play minor league baseball at, at the age of 30. And most people know that the prime of your career is from age 27 to age 30. That's when you're really coming into your own. You're really getting your peak numbers. And so Michael Jordan sacrificed one of the career years that he could have had at a career number at the age of 30, not to mention that he also took three years away from the game in his mid-30s. And I think when you look at it, uh, Michael Jordan is an absolutely phenomenal player. And that's without argue. That's without question. And I think without with those four years, I don't think there's a debate. But I think with those four years made just enough of a discrepancy to separate LeBron because now he has that ability and he's stayed in it and he's stayed and he's just continuously just racked up points, racked up assists. And eventually it's going to get to the point where LeBron's just been in it so much longer that other than steals, he's going to be above Jordan and everything. I mean, he's already going to be there. If I, I don't know what all he's actually already above him in. I have the photo right here. Let me go find it. He's already above him in games, points, rebounds, assists, uh, as mentioned, not steals. He's already ahead of him in blocks, uh, ahead of him in minutes. So, I mean, it's it, it's weird where you look at it. And he's also, as mentioned earlier, he's better percentage from the floor. He's better percentage from behind the arc. And, I mean, the, the numbers don't lie. I mean, whenever they continuously, continuously build up, eventually you'd imagine by the end of LeBron's career, whenever you look at it farther on, because I'm assuming he's still got quite a few years in him, He's going to be so significantly 
statistically separated from Michael Jordan that you can't argue it anymore. And because he's already on pace, he's already well ahead of him. And can you, de- at the end of the day, will you be able to debate the highest scorer in NBA history with some of the most rebounds? Uh, can you debate that somebody with over 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds and 10,000 assists isn't the best NBA player of all time? I mean, when and he's right on pace. He's only a couple hundred away from rebounds and assists, and he's only what looks like a thousand points away from being at thirty-five thousand. So I mean, he's climbing the ranks, and he's going to be so far away that eventually, like maybe not now, maybe not now, but at the end of his career, LeBron has to be considered the goat. I mean, it's just so there's going to be such a range in between them. And yes, the games, yes, he took away four years of his career. But, I mean, can you say that? Can you just be like, well, he's the GOAT because, and he would have been the GOAT if he would have played these four years. Yeah, that's great, but he didn't. And that's how history wrote itself, all right? Michael Jordan chose to take those four years off. He didn't have to take those years off, especially that year 30. He could have easily went back and won another championship, easily. And he, him and the boys could have went and done it yet again. We could be talking about a guy with seven rings, and that'd be even scarier because other than the the old Yankees franchises, I can't think of many people with more than six rings. So, I mean, I know some Celtics teams have like eight or ten or something stupid like that, but like still, it, it, it's just going to be so statistically unfair to Michael Jordan because LeBron's just going to play so much more than Jordan. Well, and I... I- I don't think that's indicative of peak greatness. I think that's indicative of longevity. And yeah, I think LeBron has the edge over Michael Jordan in longevity uh, because, like I've said, the guy's just a physical freak. He is, he's, he's built different, you know, physically. Uh, so yeah, he's going to play the game longer than Michael Jordan played. But I just, I don't see that. While he was in the game, he was better at the game than Michael Jordan was. Michael Jordan completely changed the league. And by that, I mean the salary cap absolutely went through the roof. They started getting huge TV deals. These teams got so much more valuable. I mean, if you guys watched all 10 episodes of The Last Dance, this guy couldn't go anyway. I mean, they go overseas for for a training camp, and he's the biggest star there. He's the biggest star everywhere he goes. The guy was literally not just the biggest star in sports. He was the biggest star in the world at that time. And yeah. I, I would go one step further, actually. I know this isn't the discussion, but I actually think that Michael Jordan is the most iconic athlete in the history of sports, period. I put him above Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali, some of those guys. I just think Michael Jordan is just the absolute measuring stick. And if you can come anywhere close to that, you're, you've made it. Okay. Well, that yes, it's fair that he's the most iconic as his, you know, his shoe brand does really well. Um, I would credit that to him being the most iconic, at least. And he wasn't the biggest star in the world at that time. I would say sports, yes, but there are plenty of, other artists or I mean just okay just Michael Jackson alone Michael Jackson was more iconic 
in the 80s and 90s than go, go back go back and watch the last dance and go back and watch any michael jackson any festival watch when they go overseas to play the olympics it's an absolute circus it's i've a, seen the clip it doesn't compare to michael jackson's impact but i, I appreciate the effort it was a good we're try. not comparing michael jordan and michael jackson we're comparing michael jordan and lebron james i'm just yeah. I don't think Michael Jordan's ever been on trial for messing with little boys, so let's not let's not go there. We don't and, know that. And LeBron is, um, and I mean LeBron's arguably the best. I mean the most iconic at the moment. I mean definitely definitely in basketball, definitely. I'd say in America he's probably the top top one. I mean they don't go to they don't go overseas as much as um, Jordan did, but for the Olympics, I mean LeBron received a lot of praise. So right. I, I don't see the, the claim there. I don't see how that makes him a better player or not. But Right now, the biggest like sports star period for these last, say, 10 years. Y'all think it's LeBron or do y'all think it's Tom Brady? It's Mike Trout. LeBron. I would say LeBron. I would, I would say yeah, LeBron I, over, over Tom Brady. I think it's Tom Brady. So. Jamil? I'd say LeBron, but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. So yeah, right. I I, I just claimed it wasn't right for the argument in the first place. I I mean, wherever you look at it, there's there's ways to both sides. So I mean, there's there's no right or wrong answer. It's all opinionated in the end. But yeah. everybody has their goat. Everybody has their opinion on who the greatest of all time is, and there will always be debates, and nothing will ever get settled. That's just the nature of sports, and that's the nature of having opinions. But uh, I feel like it's fair to say we could probably tie a bow on this one and wrap it up, unless anybody I mean, else had anything else to say. It's really Dennis Rodman, but if y'all want to get into that another day, I'd be happy really, to get into that. It's really Jeremy Lin if you really want to get in it. But yeah, Clearly it's Dennis Rodman. This man was living a life that no one else could live, but again, for another day. man was doing cocaine off strippers' asses and then – this man get practice to go wrestle, and then would dress up as a woman. And then the next day, when I got twenty boards and won the game, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the statistical oddity of what is Dennis Rodman? Maybe a player profile will come out on him. I'm gonna get him on here. If we get Dennis Rodman, bro, I'm gonna get him on here. Can we get Dennis Rodman on the same episode as OJ Simpson? Can that, can that just be? Mr. Mr. Simpson, we haven't heard back from you. I've sent you a, I've sent you a DM. I'm about to send you an email. It, it's about to get real. Like we're we're hitting big time. So, don't worry. Uh, I'm sending Dan Rodman a DM as we speak. <laughs> well, until then, uh, if Dennis Rodman hears from us, uh, anybody else fighting parting words, RJ or Matt? Being, being popular doesn't make you a better player. Winning rings makes you a better player. Yeah. Winning rings makes Having a better team makes you a better player. High five. Again, we, we already went through that argument. The LeBron <laughs> LeBron had, had the big three, and he lost to Dirk Nowinski and outro. Jason Terry. Roll the outro. What? Get us until, out. The, until then, well, again, like, as mentioned, we'll never settle the debate. So feel free to mention who you think is the GOAT down in the comments. Maybe you think it's Brian Scalabrini or Dennis Rodman. Maybe, maybe you think it's LeBron or... Or MJ. But until then, we're the GMs for hire. Peace.